Well known to the Mybridge family for her song Warrior, Hannah Kerr grew up around music in the Nashville area. Now some of you might have heard Hannah when she was in Nebraska a couple of years ago for the Christian Cross Festival in Norfolk. Well this morning we are revisiting a conversation with Hannah about God at work in her life and in her music. Hannah, welcome back to the Morning Conversation. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. We're thrilled to have you back and uh, I won't put you on the spot and <laughs> act like like the, you will remember that we talked four years ago. <laughs> I mean, it has been a minute, but I do remember you. Come remember on you. now. Come on. No, you don't. Are you serious? <laughs> I do. Yes. <laughs> I kind of pride myself on remembering people. Seriously. So That's pretty impressive. <laughs> <laughs> little old us in Nebraska. Yeah, no, that's so fun. Yeah, so it has been four years. And you were, how long have you been in the industry now? So I think I started almost six years ago, which is so crazy. I mean, I was 17, so it's crazy. Yeah, so that's what I was thinking. I was like, I'm pretty sure that when we talked to you last, you were pretty new to this For whole sure. world. So are you like a vet now? <laughs> Do you, are you a veteran? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I'd say veteran. I still feel like a new artist. People still call me a new artist. So yeah. I'm like, I'm still new six years later. <laughs> so has it been what you hoped it would be? Yes, it's been so amazing. I'm so thankful for every experience that I've had. I just feel like God has grown my ministry in the proper time. It's just been such a blessing, just the way that he's used me and grown my heart for people and for worship and for the church. So it's been awesome. So Hannah, you were sharing a few moments ago about the blessedness of your journey so far uh, in the music industry. I was kind of curious. I remember a conversation I had with uh, Michael Card like years ago. So many years ago, some people were like, who? <laughs> but uh, neat, neat, neat brother with lots of depth to him. You know, he had concerns about some things that can go on in the Christian music industry. And that was one thing that he yeah. was really pretty vigilant about kind of nurturing and encouraging young, emerging, godly artists in that space. I guess I was curious on your experience because there can be the hard side and the not always healthy side of the industry as well. I think with anything, it's all about keeping the main thing, the main thing. Mm. I found that in any job, but especially when you are, doing Christian music and it's for the glory of God, you got to keep that your focus because it's easy to get caught up in the business parts of this, of how's my single doing on the radio charts? Are my songs streaming? You know, it's easy to get caught up in those things, but that is so not the purpose of why I do what I do. So whenever I feel myself getting pulled into the not so great parts of the industry where you get in a mindset of comparison or trying to make sure that you're selling all that stuff. I don't want to focus on that. It's not the important thing. The important thing is being reminded that God is using this ministry to impact people's lives. Mm. And I think as long as we keep that in mind, he's going to continue to bless what he's already doing. I just think that's so important. If I wanted to care about all the business <laughs> stuff, I would do pop music or, right. <laughs> but I just really genuinely have found that so many people in Christian music do keep the main thing, the main thing and do desire to worship God. And so that's always really encouraging to find like-minded and people who have the same goal to just reach people with the love of Jesus. Hannah, obviously we as a world have walked through and are continuing to walk through craziness with the yeah. pandemic and all the racial stuff that's gone on and yeah. just been a real challenging time for all of us. 
what was it like for you specifically in your ministry, kind of walking through, especially the intense lockdown season of the pandemic? I always feel like the best things and the worst things kind of happen at the same time. I got married literally one week before our wedding day is when all the lockdown stay at home orders started. So we ended up just getting married with our immediate families there and no guests and no party. It was literally just getting married. And at the time that felt very sad. Like I just felt like we had planned this whole thing and we're so excited about it. But honestly, like looking back, that was the most beautiful, special way that we could have gotten married. It just reminded us of what marriage really is. It's not a party. It's a covenant between two people and God. So that was really sweet. And then we spent all of quarantine and lockdown, just the two of us in our tiny apartment. (laughs) So that part of it was really sweet. And I'm so thankful for all that time that we got together. You know, a lot of people get married and then they just jump back on the road or they jump into their jobs and don't have time to really enjoy each other. And so it was really sweet for us. So that was good. But at the same time, we are both in music. So our main source of income is touring. And so We definitely were a little bit worried and fearful at the beginning of the pandemic because we were like, I don't know how we're going to be able to provide for ourselves. I just had to surrender those fears and worries to God. And on the other side of 2020, I can say confidently that God provided everything we needed and more. It was crazy just watching his provision I'd heard my whole life that God will take care of you, that he will provide, that he'll be exactly who he said he was going to be. But I feel like it took 2020 for me to really believe it, to see it for myself, that God is going to come through and he's going to provide. We just have to trust him. And now more than ever, I trust him and I believe that he's providing everything we need. We are still able to connect with people over Zoom and write songs and do concerts. So yeah, it's just the best things and the worst things that God did turn for good. Hannah, you you mentioned a few moments ago, writing and writing through Zoom and those types of things. Slowed down, you know, unhurried, (laughs) not having to perform. Was that a rich time of writing then? It was. I honestly have not had that much time to just write and create in my entire career. Mm. I mean, usually we're just moving just going, going, going all the time. The fact that I was able to write almost every day and get new songs and just have so much time to be still and soak in what God was trying to say to me to then write about it. It was such a fruitful time. I'm so thankful for it. It was awesome. Do you have a song that came out of that time that maybe it's not even produced yet? That's like, I really like this song. It's crazy because Zoom writing is so not ideal. It's just not, you know, there's something about being in a room and creating with other people. But I was so surprised over and over again by how God just blessed the effort of getting on Zoom, being with other people, being honest and vulnerable and writing a song. Actually, my new single that I just put out, we wrote in November on Zoom. It's crazy because like, I never thought the next thing I would put out would come out of sitting in my kitchen because we didn't have like an office space (laughs) sitting in my kitchen with my guitar, just on zoom with two other people writing a song. It's just crazy to me how God used that to produce songs that are so special to me and now can be shared with so many people when it was just created in my kitchen 
by myself looking at my computer with two other people on it. <laughs> Hannah, number of songs that you've released, you've sung, you've done concerts, you've gotten feedback. Is there a favorite kind of conversation you've had with someone or feedback that you've gotten from someone that you were like, wow, God used my music in this profound way in this person's life? That's my favorite part of this whole ministry is getting to hear people's stories. That just to me, it makes every single thing that I do so worth it because I can see that God's moving. One story that sticks out to me is with my song, Warrior. So I have met lots of people along the way who have said that Warrior has been kind of a battle cry for them going through illnesses. This one little girl, she was eight years old and her name was Sydney. Warrior was her fight song as she fought cancer. She just like came to so many shows and that song meant so much to her. And she ended up passing away not long after I met her. They played Warrior at her funeral and it just meant so much to her and her family. And she fought so hard and I know that God has fully healed her in heaven now. But I think about her every time I sing that song because I just envision her sweet little face just fighting cancer and how at eight years old, she was able to articulate that that song gave her strength and that God spoke to her through it, through the words, and it made her not scared to receive her treatment. That kind of stuff just blesses my heart so much and reminds me that God is doing more than I could imagine with the songs that I have brought to the world and the songs that I've written. It's crazy. And stories like that just come into my DMs on Instagram and my messages on Facebook all the time. And I could never meet every single one of those people in person, but to know that God is using my songs and my voice to ultimately bring them to Him and to turn their eyes upon Him, that just means so much to me. You know, Hannah, we live in a day, obviously, where we have access to such rich stuff through books and podcasts and videos and all those things. Curious, is there a well that you've kind of been drinking from that God's really used in your life more recently? I have been reading this. It's kind of a devotional, kind of a, a book of prayers. It's called Every Moment Holy. And I don't know if you've heard of it, uh-huh. but basically it's kind of prayers for just very specific moments in life. Like there's a prayer for eating breakfast in the morning. Mm. There's a prayer for changing a diaper. There's a prayer for moving into a new home or in seasons of doubt. Like there's very specific prayers and There have been so many times when I was like, God, I don't really have the words right now Mm. to pray for this specific thing or to put my finger on how I'm feeling, but I'll flip through that devotional book and find something. And then I just pray those words. And that has been so sweet. I think I got the book about a year ago and I have used it countless times just Mm. to put words to how I feel. So I've been loving that every moment holy. If you've never heard of it, you've got to look it up. You've got to get it. It's so good. And then I also love the That Sounds Fun podcast that Annie F. Downs does. Mm. That's just my go-to feel-good <laughs> podcast. It's so sweet. It's so fun. And ultimately, every conversation is about Jesus and people who love Jesus. And so I love that podcast as well. But those are kind of my two things that I was interacting with a lot during quarantine. <laughs> Hannah, we were talking earlier about your songs and the way that God's used them in the lives of other people. As you th- kind of think back, is there a song by another artist that you just go, man, this song, God sovereignly brought it to me at this crucial time and it was a game changer for me. It totally impacted my life. Yeah. Recently, I have loved Maverick City Music. They do worship and 
I'm such a fan of what they do. I just think it's so beautiful and authentic and organic. They have a song called Gyra that I just love. It's all about God being a provider and how he is always enough. Even when we feel like we don't have enough or we're waiting on something like he is our provider and he's enough. I can't even tell you how many times I've listened to that song since it came out. That song has meant so much to me. Like I was saying about 2020 and just knowing that God is going to be my provider and that he is enough for me. Even in this season that we're in now, we're waiting on God to provide us with a house to buy, a house to live in. And we've got this place with my parents, but we would love to obviously buy a house and we've been waiting, but we know that God is going to provide. So that song has kind of been my heart's cry in the past month, just knowing that he is Jaira and he is enough. Hannah, people probably sometimes feel like they know you, they follow you, they <laughs> listen to your music, right? But most of us haven't had the privilege of being able to really get to know you and spend time with you. Yeah. But beyond all the, the music and the persona on stage and listening to you on the radio, what would you want someone to know about you? If there was anything that I would want people to know, even if they never knew me, was that they belong. That's something that I care so deeply about is, you know, making people know that they belong, that they have a place and that they have somebody that they could come to and know that they have a space with me to talk, to be friends, to interact. That's something that I care so much about and more so than music or leading worship or all that stuff. Like ultimately, I just want people to know that they belong, that they have a place in God's family, that they have a place with me. That's always my goal is to point people to God and to let them know that they belong. And of course, you're not God. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> you're, you not, can, you're not kidding. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But one thing we learned, all learned this last year, it would be that, right? So, yes. so you can't exactly script out your life in the future. But what do you see for Hannah Kerr in the immediate to longer term future? Right now, the plan is to record some of the songs that I have written in 2020 and 2021, release some of those songs soon, hopefully, Lord willing, get back on the road and do touring again, and always to be connected to my church here at home. I lead worship almost every week. Mm. That's such a big part of what I do. It's like, I love being on the road. I love doing shows, but I also really love being connected to my local church and serving my church. So those are kind of the things that I'm thinking about and excited about in the near future. Well, Hannah, it has been great getting to connect with you once again. Really looking forward to hearing more of your music in the years ahead. And thanks for spending the morning with us today. Of course. Thanks so much for having me.